0: From the Creating Magic Vacation studio in St. Petersburg, Florida, welcome to Travel Talk Weekly. This is episode number 81, original air date April 27th, 2021.
1: And as we wrap up our April shows on cruising, this is a topic near and dear to our hearts, and that is the top seven mistakes people make when taking a cruise vacation.
0: These are things that we've learned from our 15 plus years of cruising and All of these mistakes were things that we've personally experienced in one way or another. Yeah, so guess what? You don't have to. And this is a show I was looking forward to writing because, like Disney, we really know cruising. And like I said, we've made most, if not all, of these mistakes personally. (laughs) Learn from us, young Padawan, especially mistake number one. And here is our number one tip. If you don't make mistake number one... The rest won't matter. They won't come into play. So let's kick it off with the best advice we have. And it's not just about the mistakes, but our advice on how to avoid them.
1: Mistake number one is not using a travel agent. And yes, we are travel agents. And yes, we know that by using us, you will avoid the rest of the mistakes. Just in case, did you know using a travel agent costs you nothing? And I think that's one of the biggest myths. People think that we charge a fee. We
0: don't. We do not. Well, unless you're a pain in the butt, and then we call it a convenience fee. (laughs) Or you think that you're getting a better price by booking directly with the cruise line. You don't. Like Disney, it's the same price down to the penny.
1: Being not only travel agents but also ones who specialize in cruising, we will help you avoid the mistakes that most people make when booking a cruise.
0: And that's really how we got our start in travel. It was with cruising. Everybody thinks we were, you know, we kind of started with Disney. We started with cruising. And if 2020 taught us anything, it's you need to use a travel agent because we were the ones on the phone with the cruise lines on behalf of our clients, sometimes for hours at a time because all of cruising was shut down it was canceled.
1: Yeah. And it still pretty much is right now.
0: It is right now. We're booking a lot. We just can't go yet, which is know, kind of, right? it's kind of it's like, weird. <laughs> hey, do you want to pay for it now? But cruise later? Um, Yeah, thanks. Yeah.
1: But a good travel agent, though, will stay on top of your booking for you.
0: Mistake number two is not factoring in the total cost of the cruise, but just the cruise fare. So I know you saw a commercial and it said starting at two ninety nine dollars per person, that is for steerage, and you will be staying with six other people on bunk beds, like on the Titanic. Okay,
1: you won't, because <laughs> well, that's not really going to happen. It is. No, it's not. But it usually is that inside cabin on a lower deck, in, and in
0: some cases, it is bunk beds. It is, yes. We pretty much always recommend that our clients get a balcony, no matter where you're going, but especially in Alaska, and I would even add Europe. In the Caribbean, it doesn't matter as much because you kind of see the same thing. But if you really want to see the architecture and you know the landscape, get a balcony.
1: Yeah, and what most people don't factor in is what it costs to get off the ship. And that is your final bill. Usually, it's going to be some additional adult beverages, shore excursions, and specialty dining, plus any souvenirs that you bought on board.
0: And you and I have joked about this, is that sometimes we know people, not personally, but, you know, we know people that have spent more to get off the ship than they did to get on. This is true. Now, it could also be you know, casino winnings or losings. When you factor in what some cruise lines include, you avoid those things, except the casino part. You can't factor that in.
1: No, you cannot. And many of the cruise lines right now are including drink packages and specialty dining plus gratuities. There are some good promos out there right now.
0: And the whole industry has gotten much more competitive over the last few years, including Wi-Fi, which to me... That is just free publicity for the cruise line. Oh, it totally is. Everyone likes bragging about the cruise they're on. And, you know, they don't want to wait till they get back to share their stuff on Instagram and MySpace. They want to do it. Okay, not MySpace. Yeah, not MySpace. They want you to know I'm on the cruise right now. And you're watching this from your office yeah, or your place of work.
1: Cruising has become very Instagrammable. There's no doubt about it, but there definitely are added costs. So when you're looking at that overall cost, this is where we say sometimes you can upgrade to a suite that will include a lot of extras. And at the surface, you may say, oh, that's going to be that much more. But once you add up all those little extras, you'd be surprised it could be a good value.
0: And once you go with a suite... It's really hard to go back. I mean, really hard. (laughs) So
1: mistake number three is not getting travel insurance. And yeah.
0: 2020 was a big teacher for us. It, It emphasized everything in travel, both the good and the bad. So here's what we learned. Get travel insurance. Not sometimes, not once in a while, but all the time.
1: Yeah. So we personally have a yearly policy. And for most states, you can do that. And it just, if we go on a bigger trip like we will be going on later this year, then we can add on. And yeah, we can supplement. supplement it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you can increase that coverage because your trip insurance is going to cover two things. Yes, it will include some medical, but if there's weather issues, and a lot of people forget about this, if you're trying to fly down to your cruise and you're going on a cruise in February, you could have a big storm that stops you from getting on that flight and getting down, and you will miss your cruise.
0: Which also happens to be one of our later tips slash mistakes.
1: (laughs) But that extra peace of mind, especially when you're going on a cruise, is super, super important.
0: And that's exactly what it is. It's peace of mind. Like our insurance policy, I know it was only a couple hundred dollars per person for the whole year. And there are certain limits, but it's always nice to have that in place because you just never know.
1: Yeah, you never know. I mean, we have had a client who was having heart problems and the ship's doctor denied them getting back on the ship because they said it was going to be more of a liability. So they were stuck in the Bahamas. That was like a
0: one in a million shot. I know,
1: but their trip insurance kicked in. And so they were able to get home and get home safely and get off that island.
0: Next up in the top seven mistakes, number four, not planning shore excursions in advance.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I get it. It's vacation, but do you really want to plan out the whole thing? You and I are a little more spontaneous. We are.
0: We are go with the flow type of people. But when
1: you do get on board and there's that one special excursion that you've been thinking about and you haven't booked it yet, guess what odds are? it's going to be sold out.
0: Because everyone else is looking at that same excursion. Yeah. So to be clear, this is something we don't actually do ourselves. Like I said, we go with the flow. But there's that one thing you have to do, like a helicopter tour in Alaska or swimming with the dolphins in the Caribbean. Book it in advance. You'll be glad that you did.
1: Yeah. And it is kind of nice to have some sort of a game plan when you go to ports so that you don't just get stuck going off the ship and hanging out in that port area, which is very touristy and very trappy.
0: Another thing that happens is if you wait and do it on the ship, those lines are not short because there are people asking a ton of questions on the ship at the shore excursion desk. And you might spend an hour just waiting in line to ask a question or try to find that perfect one. So it is also a time saver.
1: Absolutely. Mistake number five is picking the wrong cabin.
0: This one almost didn't make the list, but it did. So congratulations on the wrong cabin. Uh, You'll get your award later. So we hear this all the time. I'm just going to be sleeping there. I just need an inside cabin. Well, we disagree. Vehemently. (laughs) We strongly disagree. I strenuously object. (laughs) I mean, you're not going to spend every waking hour
1: walking around the ship or being in port. So you probably will spend more time in your cabin than you realize. And at the very least, we recommend you get an ocean view so you have some daylight.
0: You have a concept of what time it could possibly be because cruise ship
1: cabins do not have clocks. They usually do not. I mean, we personally always opt for a balcony with very few exceptions. An inside cabin is so dark most of the time. Just, it's, you don't know what time of day it is there.
0: As newer cruise ships come out, we are seeing less and less inside cabins and everything is going to ocean view, but mostly they're going to balconies.
1: Yeah. And we love sitting on our balcony in the morning and enjoying a cup of coffee. It's just, it's
0: so quiet. Maybe even with a little Baileys in it. Well,
1: you know, you're on vacation.
0: <laughs> and not having to leave the cabin just to see the scenery and enjoy where you're going because you don't necessarily want to sit up top on like the pool deck or where the restaurants are with a lot of other people just to see what's going on outside the ship. It's nice to enjoy it from your balcony.
1: Mistake number six is
0: choosing the wrong ship or cruise line for you. You want a nice relaxing cruise and you choose a four-night carnival cruise to the Bahamas. That's not going to happen. If you want a nice relaxing cruise, listen to last week's show, about river cruising. That is show number 80. So there was even a three-night Norwegian cruise that was banned by Alcoholics Anonymous. No, it wasn't. (laughs) It should have been. (laughs) No, I think I saw that on Facebook. Yeah, okay. It could have. (laughs) Well, they should have.
1: So the big mass market cruise lines are all about things to do and a fun and party environment. So Carnival, Royal Caribbean, and Norwegian, they have things like rock walls, Maybe a big casino, surf simulators, a go-kart track on Norwegian, zip lining on MSC. So they're all about action.
0: And you really see that even when it comes to like the daily program, all the stuff they have scheduled out. Yeah. So the longer cruises tend to be a little less wild, but keep in mind, most of these ships also have casinos, and that does draw a completely different type of crowd.
1: Yeah, and that's one of the things that we talk to our clients about. You know, have you heard of this cruise line or have you ever been on this cruise line? Because you want to be familiar with what you're going to be getting into.
0: And I think having personal experience with most of these cruise lines really does help a lot. So we've sailed on 12 different cruise lines and spent 159 nights at sea. I will say that does pale in comparison to some of you out there. I totally get that. But we've experienced a lot of different ships, a lot of different cruise lines. And there is such a a wide variety when it comes to cruise lines and cruise ships.
1: Yeah, they all have their own personality for sure. And we had three cruises last year that were canceled. And we would have added a new line, Azamara which I still would love to go and experience. I know, them. I would too. We we're going to be cruising from Athens and going up to Venice. Ah, but the environment though on every single cruise line is very unique.
0: The vibe. There's a vibe.
1: There is a vibe. And so sometimes a lot of cruisers will make that mistake of booking the wrong cruise line for their style of travel and then they decide I just hate cruising. Well, you just didn't enjoy the experience because you thought you were getting something else. And again, this goes back to mistake number one is if you don't use a travel agent, nobody's going to tell you these things.
0: If you don't use a travel agent and you book direct and you call Carnival, they're going to sell you on a Carnival cruise. If it's Royal Caribbean, if it's MSC, it doesn't matter. They're going to sell you on their product. A travel agent is going to help you decide and choose based on what you want to do. I remember... A couple of my favorite cruises were the smaller ones. You know, we did Star Clippers from Venice to Rome. We did Windstar in the Southern Caribbean for Thanksgiving, which is a great time to cruise. And then International Expeditions, as we cruised on the Amazon, the smaller cruise ships, because you really get to know everybody. And to me, that's a great experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And for some of you, that may not be the type of experience you want. And you will love those mass market ships. I think there's something good about all of them. I agree. There's not a cruise line
0: that I don't like. I like them all. I like them for different reasons. Yeah, exactly. Some cruise lines are better at this. Some are better at that. But that's okay. We missed Athens last year because we were scheduled to sail from Athens with Atlas Ocean Voyages in July, which is your birthday trip.
1: So that's become my birthday trip now?
0: It is now, (laughs) yeah. Well, your birthday last year got pushed to... The end of this year. I know, right? And so your birthday trip's technically Adventures by Disney to New Zealand, but the Atlas Ocean Voyages cruise happens like a few days after your birthday. So that's going to count. So we kind of skipped a year and fell back. But this is your birthday trip.
1: Okay, I'll take it. (laughs) I remember when we first started cruising in 2005, I had no idea that there were so many cruise lines.
0: And even though I lived in Tampa back then, and you were living in Salt Lake City, I had never seen a cruise ship. The first one I saw was the ship we sailed on, and that was in Seattle, and it was the Holland America Osterdam. I remember thinking, this thing is huge. And it's not even close to, to be one of the biggest ships, but yeah. it was so big. Like, again, I guess I had no reason to go to Port Tampa Bay back in the day. And, you know, we started cruising. It was we started cruising together. So I had never even seen a cruise ship. Yeah, you
1: definitely have a lot of choices when it comes to cruise lines and the ships. So choose wisely.
0: Up next at number seven of the top seven mistakes. That is booking last minute or not far enough out. And
1: there's kind of a crazy myth out there that... If the cruise is not full, that they're going to open up and do all these, like, fire sales and last-minute deals. And this is completely wrong. If they do, what they'll do is they'll reach out to travel agents first. And they would much rather have a travel agent on board at a good price who is going to sell their product other than a consumer.
0: And it doesn't mean they don't like their customers. It's, if I have a travel agent that's going to come on board, that's going to turn into five or ten sales versus just a family who's getting a great deal, they want the travel agent.
1: Yeah, and... The cruise lines have become very competitive in general, and you do have so many options out there. So they're starting off with, hey, let's get you booked early and lock you in at a good price. And if the cruise starts selling out, those prices start going up. So that's another reason why you want to book early, pick the best cabin. That's the other thing is once all those good cabins are gone or the best locations, if you wait too long, you're going to be very limited.
0: Because the experienced cruisers know the cabins that they want, and they're going to take you know the better ones. We always say midship, halfway up. Yep.
1: Another thing to note is that when you do find that cruise that you want to go on, go ahead, lock it in, and make sure you understand what the cancellation policies are. Because there are some rates that are non-refundable. And if you book at one of those, and a better price does come out, you may not be able to get the better price. And this does happen. One cruise line that rarely if I don't think I've ever seen the price go down, and that's Disney. That one, if you want to go on a Disney cruise, they sell out, book those super, super early, and you will lock in a good price. And just know that the prices will go up.
0: And it's not just because it's Disney. They only have four ships, so they're going to fill up quicker. You get Royal Caribbean, Norwegian, and Carnival. They have dozens and dozens of ships that sail all over the world. Disney's got four.
1: Yeah. And we're already seeing spring break for 2022 is filling up already. That's crazy. And then Alaska those cruises for 2022 and 2023 are going to be busy. So if you're, you've been thinking about it, don't put it off too late because now's your opportunity to get that booked in and put your deposit down. And you can always book with a refundable deposit in case you decide you don't want to go and you can cancel it within the cancellation
0: period. And you make an important point that it's always better to have something on the books and maybe you can't go down the road, so you have to cancel it as opposed to waiting until it is down that road and you're It's like a one-way dead-end street. You're almost there and you try to book a trip and it's not available.
1: Yeah, because keep in mind, there are thousands of people that have future cruise credits that they have not been able to spend or they keep rebooking and then it keeps getting canceled. So there's a huge amount of people that are all going to try to get the same inventory. And
0: that's why we say don't wait too long. I think last year there were kind of two types of people. There are ones that say, I don't need the money back right now. I'll take the 25% bump in credits and then there were people said i'm not going to keep my money tied up and there were a lot of people that have those future cruise credits that said you know what i'll just leave my money with the company i think that helped a lot of the cruise lines absolutely by people not actually getting the money back and now they're like well it's like free money i gotta spend it now and we all thought we'd be cruising by now no one thought we'd still be shut down yeah 30 days to stop the spread and now you know we're in month 14 of being shut down yeah it's
1: crazy so don't make that mistake though if you want to go on a cruise Put your deposit down and lock in your cabin. Now, we did have an honorable mention for mistake, and we would have included it in the top seven mistakes, but then that would make eight, and seven just sounds better.
0: From a marketing standpoint, you are correct. You're getting a bonus tip. We're going to call it tip number eight, and that is not coming in a day early if you're flying to your cruise. In our book, Just Add Water, we go into details about a client who is a friend of a friend, you can find that book, Just Add Water. We just put it up on travelfanstore.com. And this was an Alaskan cruise. We just assumed that she was flying in that day from San Francisco, like the other people were.
1: Yeah, but apparently she was not. She was flying in from Boston, and we did not book her airfare. We did not. And, you know, I was just like, oh, you should be fine unless, wait, where are you connecting? And I'm thinking, as long as she doesn't go through Dallas, That's exactly she what will we're thinking. be exactly. fine. And when she said Dallas, I was like, uh-oh, this I don't think this is going to be good because Dallas, I've spent so much time in that airport, and I've missed a lot of flights just due to It's the Dallas airport and they have weather issues. They have all kinds of issues there.
0: I know you were going there for work. You worked one week out of the month in Dallas. And I remember, you know, I was talking to this girl. I'm like, well, you're coming from Boston. You're going to Vancouver. I don't think you'd be connecting, you know, maybe in Chicago, which I thought, man, maybe she'll connect in Chicago. As soon as she said Dallas, I'm just like, oh, and she's like, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, my wife commutes there for work. And it's constantly delayed. So here's what we did, though, as being very in-the-know, experienced travel agents. We monitored that, and we saw that she was going to miss her flight. We kept a very special eye on this one, and sure enough, her connecting flight in Dallas was delayed. It was only by a few hours, but it was long enough that she was going to miss the ship that was cruising out of Vancouver, Canada.
1: Yeah, and this is where it really pays to be working with a travel agent and have somebody on your side. Because while she was leaving Dallas, we were on the phone with the cruise line trying to
0: find a solution. And unfortunately, she did break rule number three and did not get travel insurance. And that one little mistake cost her thousands of dollars because she lost the money on that cruise and then had to book another one, which she did.
1: Yeah. So what we did is we found her a similar cruise out of Seattle, but she she was not able to go with her friends, however. And she did have to rent a car and drive down from Vancouver to Seattle to get on another boat the next day.
0: And we handled that all for her. We were also very lucky that she realized it was her mistake and she was totally laid back. Like I think if it was you or me, we would have been freaking out and she was just totally chill.
1: Yeah. And there were other passengers that were on her flight that unfortunately did not make the cruise either because those cruise ships, they're not going to wait for you. Had she had had travel insurance, she could have met the boat at maybe another Point and the travel insurance would have paid to get her up there. But here's our general rule if you are flying to your cruise, come a day early, especially if you live on the West Coast and you are cruising from Florida.
0: And we have more cruises going out of Florida than just about any place.
1: Yeah. And it will give you the chance to kind of relax before the cruise. Also, if you have the time, stay a day later if you want. You can enjoy the area and don't stress out about how fast you have to get off the ship. That's one of our favorite things to do is to have like a little post day where we just kind of hang out.
0: We save a bottle of champagne and we go down into the lobby and we drink a bottle of champagne while everyone else is leaving. Thanks again for joining us this week. We hope you learned something from our seven slash eight mistakes of cruising. You can check out our book, Just Add Water, on TravelFanStore.com. And we will personally sign each book, which also makes a great gift for your friends that are cruisers. Ooh, maybe we'll do a book giveaway. I think we should. In the month of May. Let's do it. Okay. And here's one of our favorite sayings. The world is a book and those that don't travel read only a page. Let's get you back to the vacation.